everybody, and welcome to their sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Hey, guys. How's it going? I just ate a bunch of candy. Yep. Oh, I we had a bunch of candy, too. did. Where'd that candy come from, Halloween. Phil? What? Yeah, Wait. it's ungiven away candy So we just Halloween. ate a bunch of old candy, is what you're telling Not us. Not that old. No, it's still relatively fresh. It hasn't mm. been melted or Can- anything like that. Candy goes bad real fast. Gotta, no, it doesn't. It's gotta eat disagree. it right away. I it thought that after keep... the nuclear bomb, all it'll be left is cockroaches, Twinkies, and M&M's. That actually doesn't seem that bad now. Nah, I I want you know, you can pop the M&M's in the Twinkies. Oh, there we go. Like, Make a little treat. Uh, uh, and then you can so uh, wrap cockroaches around it for some protein. No, Hear I mean, that, Kim Jong-un? We'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. Uh, eating bugs for protein, something most of the world does, but we don't do here in the United States. You know why? Because we have cows. Because we have cows. Because <laughs> we have cows. Yeah. Bop, bop. Uh, but we have some international uh, celebrity on the show today. Yeah. I guess. We do. The coach of the Italian men's soccer team, Gianpero Ventura. Oh no! And they just got a. Uh, they just—they're not going to the World yeah, Cup this year. They're not going. They're not going to the World Cup. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing tie with Sweden. That'll that do it. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does does that mean? Sweden's not going to. No, Sweden's I, going because it, it uh, ties and yeah. the record they go on aggregate I goals. See. Okay. Yeah. It's it's really dumb, but no one seems to be ready to acknowledge how dumb it is. Isn't that the tagline for soccer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it I is. saw that on the poster for soccer. Yeah. FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Willing to overlook broad structural flaws in our league since the dawn of time. Take that, FIFA. Co- yeah. Colin, do you have money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we also have, we have news, news, news. And we yeah. have a wide world of weird sport. You're goddamn really? right we do. But first, NFL Concussion Death Watch. NFL Concussion Death Watch. Brought to you by... My head! Ouch! <laughs> Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson just say no to NFL Concussion Protocol. Subheadline, mm. uh, public wonders how Roger Goodell will mishandle this incident. Mm. Uh-oh. And that's... There's a lot. He's he's given us so many different options. Hey over guys, the years. let's give him a chance, man. <laughs> Maybe he'll turn it around. Yeah. Well, you know, well, it'll be fun to see how it, how it plays out. Sure. Uh, but the Seattle Seahawks violated the NFL's concussion protocol last Thursday night when they allowed Russell Wilson to re-enter the game against the Arizona Cardinals without going through proper concussion protocol. Mm. Boo. This was in the third quarter. Seahawks were leading 15 to 10, and referee Walt Anderson sent Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson to the sideline for an evaluation after he took a helmet from Cardinals linebacker Carlos Dansby to the jaw. Ah. So Russell gets hit with a helmet to the jaw. Boom. The official basically says, All right, you, you need to get checked out real quick, okay? If an official, and if an official sends you to the sideline, the player is required to go to the locker room and required to be cleared by a team doctor and an independent physician that the team pays per non-concussion diagnosis. Really? No. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be... What a str- so then they're heavily incentivized yeah, to yeah, not well, diagnose them. Uh, initially, Wilson went to the medical tent for the concussion evaluation, which is new this year, mm-hmm. and has a really negative connotation because it looks like the ones they shoot horses underneath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know on the racetrack when they wheel out a tent? Well, those are on the side of the... Jordan, that is yeah. terrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the horse racing sport treats its athletes far better than the NFL does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make, make that comparison is so insulting to the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> they starve their jockeys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned that. I read it in an article once. 
That sounds awful. Actually, well, they, they treat the horses better than the jockeys as I well. I think so, yeah. They take uh, short guys and then I, they starve them. But yeah. I hear they can get all the carrots or oats they want. So what are they complaining about? <laughs> I don't uh, I don't think that's true at all. There was actually, I saw interviews with, it was, it was horse owners, and I know we're going a little off track here, but they were talking about why they wanted to institute a minimum weight for jockeys to prevent like all of the bulimia and horrible oh. things mm-hmm. screwing them over. And the horse owners were like, well, we do that, except that... Heavier jockeys mean that uh, we might have more accidents that'll hurt the horses. Yeah. And it was like, Dude, oh they pay my a lot of money God. for those horses. You don't pay a lot of money <laughs> yeah. for those jockeys. Horses jockeys are, are a dime expensive. a dozen. Yeah. Uh, so what happened is uh, Russell Wilson uh, gets ordered off the field. He goes to the tent. As the tent is being dropped over him, he got up and left, insisting, I'm fine, and returned to the field. Mm. Nobody stopped him. Mm-hmm. And someone should have, per NFL policy. Oh, yeah. Which states a coach or assistant or otherwise, must at least say to the player, no, don't, you haven't had an evaluation. <laughs> right. Three-out slot ghost, check the mic before you hike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, the NFL and NFLPA have announced they will jointly review this situation, watch the tape, probably get some pizzas, <laughs> interview members of the Seahawks organization, what offer say? them the leftover pizza. Right. What is there to jointly review? <laughs> I feel like... You know, they're just going to look yeah. over some, you know, have some people over. Adam Schefter of ESPN reports the Seahawks are expected to face consequences. Yeah. They could be fined up to $150,000. What? Oh, for some, one head? Some real teeth. What's the game check for Russell Wilson? Like, yeah, well, here's the thing. We don't know yet. The NFL has just started conducting their thorough review slash pizza party. Right. Oh, right. But, but the maximum they could get. $150,000. I don't know. That's a lot of that's, money. No, that's obscenely low. Well, here's, it's a lot. Here's the thing, I would Phil. take it. Paul Allen owns the Seahawks, uh, and he made his money in computers. Yeah. Right. So he's got a lot of it. That's true. Uh, and $150,000 is a pretty cheap amount to pay for a win. Yeah. You know, if, you're, oh, sure. if your quarterback goes out and you're like, well, he's my, my quarterback. I think Russell Wilson makes 10 times as much as that. Per game, ah, so he could just reach in his pocket and throw the money in the ref's face. Yeah, so so it's basically. I mean, you'd get like, flagged for that, but yes, he if, could. if you want, your, then he would just throw more money for the flag. <laughs> if you want your star athlete to come back into the game, we're going to ask that you bump his salary up ten percent. <laughs> sure, like that's not that's not going to stop anyone from doing anything. Just good business. Uh, the NFL's concussion checklist uh, requires for starters that the team physician uh, review video of the play. It's unclear whether that happened or not. Then the team physician must, at, at a minimum, ask the player what happened, review the go-slash-no-go signs and symptoms, and ask the so-called Maddox questions. Ooh. Then if there is any doubt the player may have been concussed, a full NFL sideline concussion assessment will occur in the locker room. Of course, all of these assume the game doesn't have playoff indications. Yeah, sure. Implications. <laughs> You guys ready for the Maddox questions? Yeah. Yeah. The the Maddox. Now here's the thing. If you, Phil, yeah. were at a game and maybe you got bopped on the head by a hot dog or something, maybe they want to check if you were concussed. What happens? S- Let's do this like a real game situation. I You're still don't Phil. know that you'd get these. Okay. At what oh, venue are we at today? Uh, Seahawks Stadium. Incorrect. Well, well, <laughs> you're, it feels you're, right. You're in the sports, sports, sports well, studio. I think, I think studio he was studio. going. No, no. no I, I think he was I, doing it as the no, person I think he, who just. I was listening to the story. Think, All right, I'm going to answer think, it like this. Yes. We're okay. The I guess sports, that'll sports, be a little. That'll be a little easier. Yeah. Which half is it now? Uh, the first half of the podcast. I mean, it is. <laughs> is yeah. Correct. 
Who scored last in this match? Well, Joel always scores last. Boom! <laughs> yeah. uh, most recently in this case. Oh, sure. What did you play last week? Uh, oh, I was, most, I was playing the South Park PS4 game, uh, Fractured But Whole. And did your team win the last game? Yeah, we did. I beat the game. <laughs> I'm willing to say that Phil is not concussed. <laughs> not yeah. concussed. Uh, here, uh, in this case, the evaluation consisted by all appearances of Wilson just saying, I'm fine, and returning to the field, where he ran two more plays and the Seahawks punted. A drive most analysts believe will not be worth the dementia. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, yeah, well, you got to remember, uh, Russell Wilson went to graduate school, so I think he's smart enough to know when he's okay. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Russian cross-country skiing bronze medalist totally didn't arc on teammates who won gold and silver. Well, Ugh. what a heartwarming story. Uh, subheadline, Russian cross-country skiing bronze medalist hopes to make career pivot to Finnish cross-country skiing. Ooh. Uh, I mean, that's a better? I mean... I think he wants to get out of there. Yeah. Yikes. A Russian cross-country... The cross country... war of the 40s is any indication. The Finns are much better oh. <laughs> cross-country skiers. A Russian... I'm finished with you. <laughs> a Russian cross-country skier who won a bronze medal at the 2014 Winter Olympics has denied that he is the informer for the World Anti-Doping Agency um, to the World Anti-Doping Agency after two teammates who finished ahead of him were banned. Oh, so making him the... Gold medal. Well, sources yeah. say he made this statement with his eyes looking all shifty side to side. Oh, yeah. that's usually an indication that he's a shifty person. Yeah. I did not mark on anybody. <laughs> Ilya Chernozov. Chernozov? Yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. Ilya Finished Ilya Chernozov. Ilya Chernozov. Finished third in the 50-kilometer race at the Sochi Olympics behind fellow Russians Alexander Legov and the Maxim... Oh, that is a very long race. Uh, it was Alexander and Maxim. They were stripped of their medals and banned this month over allegations they were part of the rushing doping scheme and cover-up with evidence their drug test samples were tampered with. Chernozov was in line for a possible upgrade to gold. Boom. And, you know, years down the road, when future Russians look at the medal winners, they're not going to know Chernozov as the bronze medalist who was only awarded gold because his teammates cheated. Sure. They'll know him as that guy who died in a labor camp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> this prompted Russian uh, t ski. <laughs> this prompted Russian ski team coach Yuri Brodavko to suggest Chernozov may be one of those anonymous informers in comments he gave the news website Gretzeta.ru. Wow. So no. No, boy, am I sorry that my entire team was... No, he's like, who yeah. The only way he can be calm is if he's also in on this conspiracy, betraying his teammates and comrades. Now he's looking on, giggling, and desiring the medal. Well, in oh, Russia, oh. we hate giggles. <laughs> I just like to think in the Russian version of uh, James Bond that's a secret agent fighting to uncover the mole who told the IOC that they were cheating. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Chernozov demissed the claim. He said, this is a bluff in a statement given to the web. Ad. He said, this is a bluff in a statement on the website of the Siberian center where he trains. Oh no, they're not going to even have to go that far to kidnap him. You guys, <laughs> yeah. he's already there. He continued, I'm in training camp with the team and we have a full schedule of training. I'd like to focus completely on my work and looking out for anonymous looking men who will no doubt take me to my doom. 
Yeah. He's in a he's in a training camp with his team, who, by the way, has a coach who just threw him under the bus. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's now apparently the best skier on the team, because the other two guys uh. not allowed in. Yeah. Uh, the training center head, uh, Viktor Zaravgov, said the accusation was a powerful psychological blow mm, to Ilya. For who? Oh, okay. Well, because this puts his jeopardy, his uh, eligibility for the 2018 uh, uh, Olympics in jeopardy as well as his life. Wait, uh, yeah, but wait. he's also a cheater. No, this guy's not the cheater. Does, oh, the, this does is the, the IOC the ban narcs as well as dopers? <laughs> is that, that's an odd policy. Uh, athletes and officials who give who have given evidence of doping in Russia have typically found themselves frozen out by former friends or by even more powerful insta freezing guns. Yeah, leaving uh, yeah. several or just the weather. <laughs> uh, leaving uh, several leaving Russia because they feel under threat. Uh, for they me, <laughs> for me, any informer is a traitor to the motherland," said Yelena Valb, Whoa. head of Russian's uh, cross country ski Wait, federation. Wait, she said that out loud. Yeah. Whoa. To the R Sport Agency. This is the most Russian quote of the whole article. Okay. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's the that's. Oh, the, hang on. Yum bum 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 bum. Go go ahead. No, though that was background. it. That was oh, it. Right. For me, yeah, any informer is a yeah. traitor to motherland. Yeah. Mo- anytime you say <laughs> motherland, it's like oh. Chilling. Yeah. Uh, this was all timely, as later this month, the World Anti-Doping Agency will decide whether to reinstate the suspended Russian Anti-Doping Agency, which wasn't an anti-doping <laughs> agency at all, you guys. It was something that helped people, though. Yeah, no, that was the whole, that was the con. Yeah. Uh, so that's why, and basically, if... Anti-Doping uh, Testing Agency is, uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, this would be a key step. If they can get the Russian anti-doping agency back to be considered legitimate, this would be a key step uh, toward Russia's overall acceptance to the upcoming Olympics. And if Russia does compete and we see this uh, Chernozov, we'll know that he's okay mm-hmm. or that he's been replaced by someone who's assumed the name of a dead man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to make sure his nose is on. Joining us now on the podcast, coach of the uh, Italian men's soccer team, uh, Giampiero Ventura. Giampiero Ventura. Yes, welcome. Uh, hello, Joel. Hey, hello, Joel. Hey, welcome, it's coach. It's good to be here. It's yeah. great to have you here. It's I'm, good to be here. I'm sorry all our listeners at home can't be here right now because the hand gestures that go along with everything we talk, We are very saying, passionate yeah. in Italy. We talk with our hands. Yeah. Uh, and one of the biggest passions in Italy is, of course, soccer. Oh, I love it to play the football. Yeah, the f- oh, we love to play the football. Yeah. Yes, uh, we love it so much. Very, very disappointed we could not go to the World Cup of this year. I, yeah. I can't imagine. This is the first time since 1958. It make me sad. I couldn't play the football in the World Cup. It's been 60 mm. years since you guys haven't been to the World that Cup. We try so hard. I know, yeah. and that's a, such we a heartbreaking so tie to Sweden. It was very, very tough for us to throw the game against the Swedes. Wait, wait, what? It's very, very I'm tough, sorry, but I'm then sorry. We had to. Wait, we had threw, to, to preserve you, our reputation. Breaking news. Shocking revelation from the Italian Wait, wait are you, wait, are you, are you, are you implying, and maybe I don't know how good your English is, it seems great, just comically exaggerated. <laughs> no. But but throw the game means to lose on purpose. Is that, to, what you, is that what you're implying? Yes, and we had to lose on purpose. Why? Why? The only way to save a face in Jolly to Jordan. What do you mean, save face? Well, well all the, of team, us... the team was so bad that you wouldn't have been no, able to compete no, no, in the World no, no. Cup. When the, when the World Cup is happening, we're all at a very busy. 
Right. We okay. all have very busy lives. So uh, we decided instead of having to cancel the games, we'll just lose the match. Wait. You had to make it a sad. I'm sorry. But you, we had to. You and your, your, the members of your team... Soccer players, professional the soccer football, players. Yes, yeah. oh, as you call it in America. We're too busy uh, for the World Cup. Football. Right, yes. right. That's too correct. busy We're for the World Cup. We're busy. We all have a very busy life. But it's only, it's only like about like uh, three weeks in yeah. July slash August is when oh, this it's usually happens. Oh, it's a very busy time. So much travel. Makes very little sense. Well, Everybody's under the summer break. It's when, just when like I look at someone like around? Jean-Louis Buffon. Ah, uh, Jean-Louis Buffon. All right, he's the captain and, yes. he, and he was retiring after this. This was his oh, last it's year. very sad. It was his last year. Why yeah. would he want to lose on purpose? Well, this is the problem. He's about to retire, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And his wife uh, threw a big retirement party. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah? So he couldn't know about it. So we had to say, uh, you know, you have to stay home during the World Cup. And he was very sad. And then we were like, you know what? If we just lose in the qualifying rounds, then he won't know that he's losing it. Because it is a big surprise party that his wife is planning. Don't you think there he... is going to be pasta and tiramisu? <laughs> Don't it's you going to be delicious? <laughs> Don't you think that he the big retirement party? He might have wanted. They already put it down payment for a clown. So okay. why did they? Why did they specifically it book this? It was a non-refundable <laughs> clown down a payment. But why wouldn't you plan? Wouldn't sad. you plan around the World Cup if you're married to the captain? No, you of don't the understand. Team? This was a very in demand clown. <laughs> you can't just go there any week. We had to book him years in advance. So if you would, you would every once in a while. He will uh, accidentally trip, and his head will go into a horse's butt. Okay, so, I mean... It's a very fine... I know the long tradition of Commedia dell'arte in Italy. Commedia dell'arte, you know, in It's really, Italy. really something else, but I gotta very be honest. Very sad he couldn't go to the World Cup. You, but you, it all you, worked out because you, nobody else could go either. Wait, no, wait, nobody else nobody could go? Nobody else could go either. How is that possible? What about Giorgio Cellini, who was I also was retiring? I just about to say Giorgio yes, Cellini. Yes, the man he said he had to is retiring, but you know what else? Is a retiring his tonsils because he has to get them taken out. He's got terrible allergies and a post nasal drip. Oh, and no. his tonsils they get so infected. Why not just do that now? Well, the he's problem, got plenty of time no, to recover. No. He's a doctor, a very in demand. <laughs> Yes, the book the doctor years in advance. It's a tonsillitis. Yes, but there are some people, it's an art. He's going to have no scarring in the back of his throat. Well, Who cares about scarring the, the back of his throat? Oh, because it could get very sore when you eat salty You know what, look, I understand when you get older, things are different. But what about, like, uh, Andre Bellotti? Uh, you know? Andre Bellotti, he's just a, a younger Just a kid, man. yeah, he's like yeah. 23. He's a younger kid, and that isn't the problem. Is he's got summer vacation during that time. What? You that know what? seems he like has, it makes it no, perfect. No, no, no. He has never seen the Tallahassee, Florida before. <laughs> He got to the tickets to Tallahassee, Florida. He's going to go there. He's going to visit the famous Tallahassee, Florida mall. I can't. He's going to go to the Tallahassee Applebee's. I can't well, imagine that it'd be that hard to reschedule no, no, a trip no, no, to no, Tallahassee. No, he's staying at the Holiday Inn. He already booked it. Wouldn't you? He th- forgot about the World Cup and he booked it. Uh, here's the thing. I can understand this, but why not buy travel insurance? Oh, because he should have thought of that no, before, Jordan, but he's very a, young. That's a total, oh, total Not a lot total of a life of experience. That's true. Uh, to 
not to get the travel insurance or through a price of line. He'd really rather visit the Tallahassee Mall. It's not a matter of a rather. It's yeah. a matter of he forgot. He forgot, he then forgot canceled that the, the world, trip the to cop was gonna, No, he can't cancel. This well, is his profession. He's not the made the money. There are few things that I wouldn't be willing to cancel a trip to Tallahassee for. Oh, but Tallahassee and trip Italy to the grocery is kind store. of like but, Orlando for what about, Americans. What about some of these midfielders? Like, what about Alessandro Florisi? Oh, yeah. Alessandro Florisi. He's a very special case. His mother yeah. is in the hospital. Oh, that's so awful. Oh, that's yeah, terrible. It's very, very sad. Uh, she's a nurse. <laughs> and it's bringing your son to work a day. <laughs> Right during the World Cup. He's very sad. It, but he can't let his mother down because she's got the cancer. Oh, my God. It's very sad, so it might be her last to bring a son to work a day okay. with the terrible cancer. It's one day. The World Cup is three weeks. Oh, but who knows with the cancer? It's gross. Grows very fast. You don't know. Yeah, it sounds like Italy, this is just one of those. Bring your son to work day is kind of like a the Christmas. Everybody comes together. You and mean celebrate. for us to understand that in the Italy, culturally world. speaking, the equivalent of our Christmas is bring your son to work. Bring day. your son to the work day. Everybody participates. Unless they go, oh, what is your son? And you'll go, uh, he's, he's at the World Cup. They go, but you have cancer, and more importantly, it's a bring your son to work day, <laughs> and you're a nurse. Well, oh, it's a very sad. Okay, I'm well, sorry, I mean, may, maybe something like uh, Antonio Cardava. Oh, Antonio Cardava. Yeah. Yeah, Antonio Cardava. Very, very sad. Oil change scheduled <laughs> right during when the first match would happen. Boy, that's Oil change? Pure, he doesn't have a lot of time off, see, because of all of this practicing of football. No, I mean, what is he doing scheduling sense. an oil change because like eight months to, in no, advance? you have to a practice of I mean, football all the time, and it's very hard to get your car there. You don't know if you have to wait for a half hour or two no, hours. Here's it's not the, true. It, it's not hard. Joel, like here it's like, you know, every 4,000 miles, theirs is in kilometers, so it's totally <laughs> it's different. It's very different in kilometers, yes. Very different. Kilometers are shorter than miles. Oh, but we drive the Lamborghini. We drive the Maserati. It's a way, <laughs> way. It's a different situation. We love our cars. I'm, the performance of machines. Coach Ventura, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but Please, all of this. Please uh, call me Ace. <laughs> Yes. So what do my friends call me? Yeah, Ace. Uh, Ace, did did you have something that was uh, preventing you from oh, going? Oh yes, I could not make it either. What? But and you're the co- but you're the, you're, you're hired to do you're this. I know, which is why I was so relieved when everybody else was busy at the same time. You see. I have a very, very, very important job outside of a being a coach. Oh yeah, what's that? What's yep. your very, very important job? I'm a ghost catcher. A ghost, ghost catcher. I'm a Cat- ghost catcher, and I've been getting lots of very extreme readings from the attic of my house. That's okay. And I have okay. to sit up with like a paranormal activity and review tapes in real time to make sure the ghost doesn't kill me. Well, I mean that does sound pretty serious. If no, I do not no, watch, if no, I do Jordan. not watch the tape, maybe I'll miss the ghost that I've been There's... hunting for my entire career. No such thing as ghosts. And why aren't you there now? How do you know specifically that that three-week period is when you need to be hunting the ghost? Well, right now I'm paying the ghost nanny. It's a nanny that's constantly looking out for ghosts. I can't afford to pay the ghost nanny all the time. I I did it for this podcast so I could explain why I was not able to make it the World Cup. Which is very sad for me. It's a very odd coincidence that you guys lost and you all had reasons to not want to go. Well, this is the crazy part. Everybody else on the team had the exact same excuse. 
Yeah? They all, as a team of outing, went to a fortune teller who told uh, all of them not... It was in a British accent, which we thought was weird. It said, don't go to the World Cup or you're all going to die. Okay. Which was strange because the fortune teller was wearing umbros and uh, shin guards. But it was a very strange. Wow, Umbros, that's a particularly dated reference. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but it's very associated with soccer. It is. Is it, it. Is it now? Sounds it is like, this sounds like this fortune teller might have not been on the up and up. You know what? Oh, we kind of assumed Sounds like it they was might have been else. a middle schooler in the 1990s. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we believe that it was probably a member of the uh, British, yeah, yeah, World, yeah, Cup British team, World Cup team. But why take the chance? <laughs> Well, Ace, uh, uh, it's been a pleasure having Thank you on. Thank you. Thanks I got to go back to see if the ghost has appeared. Yep, want to relieve I that I ain't Manny. afraid of no ghost. Ace Ventura, ghost detective. <laughs> and now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports. Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, Miami's turnover chain. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, can we clarify which Miami we are referring to? Oh, uh, shut up, Joel. Yeah. You know hey, damn well Miami of Ohio doesn't Miami. have a turnover chain. Does it not? I don't know what it, uh, what's the turn. I don't know about either of them. Oh, you are not hip, Joel. Well, uh, yeah. I drop think, some knowledge on this, man. I think Joel. everybody knew that, Jordan. <laughs> This is uh, actually from Sports Illustrated. There's no Wikipedia entry on this. Uh, so, if you've watched a Miami football game this season, you've probably seen the TV cameras cut to a Hurricanes player wearing an oversized gold chain on the sideline. Mm. It's pretty sick. It's a big chain. Uh, look at defensive back uh, Malik Young here. It's a picture of Malik Young wearing a big Mr. T chain. Late in the first game of the season against Bethune-Cookman... Uh, he he's all I can confirm propped that up. It's a very large chain. Yep, he's all propped up, looking like he's got no worries. With a majestic piece of school-specific bling around his neck, he looks like a king. <laughs> but the chain is more performance incentive than fashion statement. It's bestowed upon each player who forces a turnover as soon as he comes back to the sideline. Ooh, yeah. Uh, here's a five-minute guide to college football's shiniest tradition. Who started the tradition? According to the Sun Sentinel, two weeks before the season started, Miami cornerbacks coach Mike Rumpf asked Anthony John Machado, a local Miami jeweler, if he would make a rope chain players could wear after forcing a turnover. Oh, what a great way to remind the players that they're not getting paid while their coaches are millionaires. <laughs> this is Miami, Joel. They're getting paid. <laughs> yeah, their wages right. might Sorry. not be what they should be. Yeah. Correct. My, my apologies. Luckily for Rumpf, Miami legend Vince Wilfork was in AJ's store during the call and had a better idea. The initial thought was a rope chain that players would wear after forcing a turnover. No, man, chimed in Will Fork, recently retired after a 13-year NFL career. I did not actually know he was a hurricane. We gotta do a the Cuban link, AJ. What's a what's a is that like a chain where they press like ham? Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> the consensus among the three was a collective. Oh, hell yeah. 
In Miami, what are we famous for? We're famous for the Cuban chains, Muchado says. But we need to add a little something to it. So we did a big U-charm, orange stones, green stones in there to flash it out. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I know what you're thinking. What's the chain made of? Well, I'll tell you. The chain contains a 36-inch, 2.5-kilogram, 10-carat gold chain with 900 orange and green sapphire stones arranged in a U that is 6.5 inches wide. This is oh a legitimate chain. Yeah. Yep. When did the tradition that start? That chain is off the chain. I knew where you were going <laughs> oh. when you paused. Oh. When you paused before you said this chain, I yep. knew... Where that one was ending. The longer the pause, the worse the punchline, guys. Yeah, That's the system. <laughs> when did the tradition start? Prior to the team's first game of the season against Bethune Cookman, Miami defensive coordinator Manny Diaz. Who up winning that one? Miami Bethune Cookman? Oh, it was Miami. Miami's undefeated. <laughs> oh, so, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Manny Diaz told his defense they were in for a surprise if they forced a turnover. They probably thought, we're going to get an Apple turnover. <laughs> <laughs> Not or so. Or maybe like Purple Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. He told us uh, this morning about the turnover chain, sophomore linebacker Shaquille Quarterman, which he really should be a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Not a linebacker. His name is Quarterman. Uh, said after Miami's 41-13 to win, it goes to whoever gets the turnover, you get to rock that huge Miami-style chain. They love saying that. Yeah. It was just another incentive. Starting with Young's interception of Bethune-Cookman quarterback Larry Brim, who should probably be a linebacker, late in the first game, Miami players have worn the chain 19 times. Mm. That's a lot of turnovers. It is. It's a lot of turning over of the chain. Yeah, it's true. Well, a lot of guys, I think, got to wear it multiple times. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Who's worn the chain, you may ask? (gasps) Well, defensive back Michael Jackson's done it four times. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I think it's a pretty common name. <laughs> uh, Are you suggesting that it's not the famed pop star who's believed to be dead? No, no. I think that it's a different one. <laughs> you think oh, it's okay. a different Defensive okay. back uh, Wakan Jack- Johnson. Wakan Jan- Johnson has done it four times. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Uh, defensive back... Sheldrick Redwine has done it three times. His last name is Redwine. He makes me feel so fine. <laughs> God, he makes me happy all the time. Uh, defensive back Malik Young, two times. Defensive lineman Jonathan Garvin, one time, one time. Defensive back Trajan Bandy, one time. Uh, linebacker Michael Pickney, one time. Defensive back D. Delaney, one time. Linebacker Charles Perry, one time. Defensive and or slash defensive lineman Pat Bethel, one time. It really favors the defensive backs if you it think really about it. It really does. Like those strip fumbles are great, but there sh- maybe you should get, have to get two interceptions. I was kind of really hoping there'd be like a dark horse like uh, kicker. Yeah, <laughs> like on a kickoff return, a fumble's knocked loose. The kicker just yeah. picks it. Oh, well, we're not turnover chain. Yeah, yeah, I well, get the chain, and it would be so heavy on his little kicker neck that he would just be <laughs> dragging on the ground. Like if you're, a, if you're on offense, like a dog with no front legs. If you're, just, on, if you're on offense and you cause a turnover, you're beaten with the chain. Oh, right? you're bludgeoned repeatedly. Yeah, like the uh, guy from Da Vinci Code. Sure. Just yes. Bludgeoned. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Defensive lineman R.J. McIntosh. 
one time. <laughs> Defensive lineman Jonathan Garvin, one time. Defensive lineman Ryan Fines, one time. Even the mascot got in on the fun one time. <laughs> Wait, but no, but the, did the okay. mascot cause a turnover? No, That's not just, okay at all. He got to wear the chain. <laughs> on, yeah. uh, so do any teams do anything similar, you may ask? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who? This is nothing new for college football, though Miami players do seem to get the most hyped about it. Back in 2015, Alabama handed out a belt to players who forced a turnover, and both Ole Miss and Colorado State later followed. Georgia players get to wear golden shoulder pads with silver spikes, and both Texas A&M and Tennessee have trash cans that players dunk the football into upon returning to the bench. They have to take the spiked metal shoulder pads off before they go back out in the field, right? Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I would have never so. heard of these other ones, though. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe the belt one in yeah. an Alabama game last year. For, for rights clearances issues, we can't play it, but the chain... Has a theme song. It does. Seriously? Yeah, I highly recommend uh, we have looking rights it up. clearances issues. Uh, well, yeah, you can't just play the song on this podcast, or else we won't be able to make all our money from our sponsor drops. Oh, fair point. And that brings it down to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, this is a copyright clear thing, so we can sell it off to third parties. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to close another sports. 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 Podcast. But before we go, we're going to bring back our guest, uh, Gianpero Ventura, Ace. Could you uh, read our contact oh, Yes, we can. You can find us on the Twitter at twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure that you're not taking up a valuable time that you could be playing in the world of cop during. Or you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to wish my player good luck. In his upcoming uh, tonsil uh, dissection, get it out of his mouth. Uh, or uh, you can find all of our podcasts at soundcloud.com slash sports and the number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports and number three podcast. And make sure to check it out in macaroni. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. It just occurred to me. I don't think any of us cleared the concussion protocol before we recorded. <laughs> I ate too much candy. <laughs> Lights up. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.